I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. Stormy in London. Stormy, rainy, gray, cold. Yeah, man. It's October. Would, would that be the foggy London weather you hear um, about, like the London fog, raincoat? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, you get all the weather in a day. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, sunny, cloudy, a little bit of mist, back to sunny, overcast, dark. <laughs> Rain, storm, wind. It's like, what the hell? It sounds like very cozy weather, like maybe a yeah, warm yeah. cider it, and, you know. It makes cooking. you want to cook and, yeah, pull up, <laughs> watch TV. Right, right. It's been, um, yeah, it's been like this for like two days and it's supposed to be like this all day tomorrow too. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. That sounds good to me Well, when it's still like 90 degrees here. Has yeah. your mom told you or weather? Is yeah, still yeah. And she's the nurse. They went to, they went to Epcot today. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. I think it's the Wine and Food Fest. Yes, probably. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. about when they do it. Yeah, October. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, here comes Haviland Stillwell. Ready? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. And action. <laughs> Comfortable here. Hey. Oh. Hey. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I was just, uh, I don't know if you know my co-host, JD. I, I don't. don't. Now I do. No. Hi. JD Danner, local South I, I love the star. I'm loving your background. Oh, thanks. It's, you know, it's dreamy. It's, it's very dreamy. Dreamlike. Dream <laughs> um, I'm loving your hair, JD. Thank your you. You're so rock star. <laughs> yes. Why, thank you. I, I was just going to say I need a haircut, but maybe I'll wait now. You know? <laughs> I would definitely not wait. I mean, I would, I would wait. I would wait. Wait it out. <laughs> wait it out, man. Wait it out. Yeah, I have. Uh, um, I was just telling JD, it's it's storming here in London, raining, windy, cold, gray, typical. <laughs> and there goes yeah. the washer. Um, yeah, so I have uh, rain frizz. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not really. Like, Jay, you're the rock star. You know, you're and and Haviland, you're the actor. Me. <laughs> But you're here, and that's yeah. all that matters. You're yeah. here, and you're queer, and everybody's got to get used to it. Right, man. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you get a little complacent. I've been doing a lot of voiceover work, and that you can do in your pajamas. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have to go anywhere. I can just, you know, do it from home, and um, it makes you get really complacent. I don't think I've been out of slippers. 
<laughs> like 2019. I did notice that it was like it, at the sort of ending of the pandemic when people were starting to kind of come out of their homes um that it's like the first time I wore heels anywhere I was like oh my god what have I been doing (laughs) I can't even I used to do this every day (laughs) (laughs) honestly I can't fathom it especially like we you know we obviously been staying in and everything and then as we're slowly creeping out like I'm doing it kind of like in like ripples like just the neighborhood and then just a little bit further into the city. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> to London for um, Hannah Einbinder's show in, uh-huh. in Soho. Love, I love Hannah so Einbinder. it's just like, yeah. uh, trains, oh, people. <laughs> people, yeah. 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 So yeah, we have to keep that at a minimum. We're all like a little agoraphobic now. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm like, I feel like I'm the only one that's perfectly okay with it. <laughs> No, there's actually a lot of, I think there's a lot of introverts who, you know, sort of like the norm forever has been, you know, you got to get out there and you got to be social. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like almost as though being introverted, there's something wrong with that because like, you right. know, you got to do right. this like everyone else is doing. And then I found like during the pandemic, a lot of people, you know, were sort of like, I'm actually more comfortable with this, you know? So yeah. I'm sort of a mix of like intro and outro. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like, I really like being around people. So it, and it's still a little bit, you know, I was enjoying it to a degree, but then like, I, now when I'm around a group of people and I'm like, oh, there is a difference in yeah. actually sharing yeah you know, oxygen with people and it's right. Like just a little standoffish, you know, like, yeah. 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 And the show we went to was in at the Soho theater and it was in the uh, basement. So it's really small and intimate oh. and they crammed people in and we somehow got lucky to be sitting like in the back, which again, not far, probably like where my cabin <laughs> is, you know, not far. Um, yeah. But on this long bench, and mm-hmm. I don't know how they worked the seating, but we had the last two seats on the bench. And then there was like nobody really like, you know, within elbow room, you know, ne- next to us. So I felt like we had space because there wasn't tables or chairs or anything even in front of us. So yeah. Like, okay, this is all right. This is cool. I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm so shot up with boosters. I can't even, I don't even right. to have this here. You're, yeah, you're you're like, if I get it at this point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I was so happy that you were available to do this because, yes. like yeah. I said, yeah, like I said to you, I'm, you know, really good friends with with Jill and Lauren, and they were just here in May and they stayed with us, and we yeah. had a really great time, and they gave me all the info about under the influencer and all this stuff and. And I don't know, I don't know why I meant, I think I mentioned that I wanted to get you on the show and Jill was like, Oh, no problem. I'll, I'll have a chat. And then they got back and they got really busy. And then they had all that stuff going on with their kitty. And I didn't want to be rude and ask, you know, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just yeah. going to reach out myself. So yeah, yeah, super good. Yeah. That's great. I don't even know if I had you on the lesbian lounge podcast um, when Donna and I used to do that. I don't, I don't think I ever did. No, if no. If I did, so it was like 
a blip or something. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's so, I'm sorry, but, but I've been following you forever and I don't want that to sound stalkery or creepy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> but it's you might be stalky, but people it, like it, that. <laughs> like, I know where you live. <laughs> You're like, and by following, I mean literally. Following, <laughs> right? Just a serial like. I'm just saying I'm in London, but really, you <laughs> could be right in. West Hollywood right now. No, <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I've been following you forever and you've got such a broad scope of things that you do. Like you got two solo albums and I do remember, I think, oh, maybe that was when we had you on the show. But I know, I, I remember you, you know, like I remember the um, the music and everything. Like, of course, we, I was all over that. But then you do you do voiceover stuff too. Did you do a cartoon? The yeah. Barbie thing's coming up. And then yeah. most recently I got um, you know Katie, right? Katie Hall. Katie Hall. Right there, yeah, right? yeah, of course. So Katie um is another really good friend uh, of mine. She's here at least once a week and everything, keeping me updated on all that cool LA stuff. And um uh so I was talking to her and she was like there's so much more coming up. Like there's so much more stuff coming up. But then I, so I'm following you and I see this great, which we need so desperately right now, this great call to action for uh, vote, voting blue in 22. And that was really cool. And um, it just seems like you're never not busy. <laughs> Lucky. I mean, ideally, right? Like that's yeah. Uh, yeah. how we all want to be. I mean, how, well, I can't speak for everyone, but it's kind of, it's how I am for sure. So, yeah. yeah. So do you have like all the, like, this is what I always find is that everybody's like super, super busy. And then there's this tiny little lull and then everything comes out at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do kind of feel like that. I mean, it, everything has been very weird since the pandemic, you know, like I definitely felt like there was a pattern, you know, prior to that, like for years, there was kind of a pattern of like, yeah, you know, but also things even, even pre-pandemic, I think just the amount of kind of the marketing strategies around things and the hype and kind of just the game of how to release things and everything has been a little bit different. Um, you know, I mean, any, like you do voiceover, so, you know, it's like half the things we do that we're doing, like, you know, even whether it's a 10, you know, 10 pages of sides or like three lines in a, in a commercial and we're signing NDAs, you know, yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. like, does anyone really care about this random brand? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so is true. it going to really be like, Ooh, you know, Denise is going to tell me about this video game. I mean, but I get it. I get it with certain things. It's like, you know, if it's a, if it's a super well-known brand or something that they want to protect their intellectual property, I completely right. understand. Right. But, you know, so, but having yeah. said that all the time, it happens where it's like, you won't kind of, it throws people off a bit because if you don't know a person, you know, even when I do close actor friends of mine or writer, director friends, you know, I kind of won't see much being posted for a while in terms of professional stuff. And then I'll get together with them. I'm like, oh, I've been shooting three movies and, you know, I've been doing all this stuff, but we're not allowed to post anything until, you know, next year or two years from now when it comes out. So um, I do kind of feel like that's, there's, there's this weird balance that, you know, you kind of have to balance like what you're allowed to talk about, what you're not allowed to talk about. 
Um, and then also just keeping things going and, and being authentic, which thankfully I think we're kind of going in that direction of like not having to be quite as then actually being discouraged from being sort of salesy about things and like being fake about things, right. um, yeah. which is nice because I feel like that's kind of the way I was when I was like coming up as a super young actor. And I mean, I started when I was a kid, it was very mm-hmm. much about like PR and like the right, the image and yeah. all of this, which like it obviously still yes. is. I think we're in, we're in control of it a little bit more now, yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird. Like I always, it seems like there's um, one extreme in the other and it's like, there's old school, like, right. My, all my social media stuff is filled with ads for Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney and Julia Roberts, right? So yeah. and they did the whirlwind press tour and they're doing the talk shows and <laughs> there's that old school way of getting on the press junket and pushing this movie, you know, and, and getting it out there. And then there's this other like indie new wave kind of way of doing things where, you know, like an actor will go on a talk show to promote a movie and yet they can't say anything <laughs> about right. it. You know, like, I always feel bad for the host, you know, like, <laughs> God, like they're, you know, like at least Graham Norton will show you the trailer, <laughs> you know, yeah. but yeah. You know, there's, sometimes there's just not much they can say about it. And then, then there's that, that Marvel DC comic kind of, oh, we can't really talk about it. And we're not. <laughs> right, right. Which I mean, again, that's part, that's also part of a sales strategy, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm just, I, I really love creating. I love collaborating with people who are um, mm-hmm. creative and awesome and trustworthy um, and, you know, good at what they do, obviously, yeah. and who are cheerleaders of me, because I am kind of a natural cheerleader. Like if I'm into mm-hmm. what you're doing, yeah. I, like you, I just sort of have that bubbly personality anyway. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm looking for that in return, you know, with, right. with people I'm making stuff with, um, you know, right. not, not for them to like, I mean, everyone can't be as cheery as me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, they can try. I'm just, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just constantly looking for challenging, cool stuff to do, you know? And it's like, I, I don't know, I was talking to a, a, a friend earlier today and we were talking about like horror comedy, like the horror comedy genre. And I'm like, you know, that to me is just, those kind of projects I have done have been like such a ball because it's like everyone knows you're in it together you know as the viewer you're watching it you know it's not serious you know there's it's going to be ridiculous and on set I can attest for this that the cast and the crew know that as well so it's like (laughs) you're playing it really dead seriously but like when the cameras cut you know it's like oh my god that was so stupid I love it like I'm upset you know what I mean like that's you know, the it, only kind of horror I would watch because like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I'm happy I made it through Halloween, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> and not watch any scary things, not see any clips or trailers, <laughs> or nothing. So yeah, that, that felt good. But um, right. yeah, that's, if it's a comedy, like I'm all about that, man. Like that just, you know, everything yeah. is better funny. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like the scary movies when my own life gets scarier than any movie that could possibly be out there. Yeah, That's yeah. when I can yeah. watch the horror stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. You have enough like, of that in the like community. Escapism. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. 
Do you do your own social media? Do you handle that on your own? Or do you have people that do that for you to kind of like control what gets out there about your work? Um, no, I, I primarily do my own. Um, I've had periods of time that, you know, things have been busier, um, that I've had other people kind of help me, but it's, I never, um, I don't ever like to be speaking as myself and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not know what's going out there, you know, yeah. so even, yeah. even, yeah. When I have, even when I have had people kind of helping me, I, they're mm -hmm. still like, Hey, I'm just going to send it to you before I post anything. Just so yeah. If something doesn't sound like authenticity is really important to me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think most, I mean, first and foremost, just because I think in general, that's part of just my organizing principles. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I just, how my, my parents raised me to be, you know, um, <laughs> like I just, that's important to me. And I think it's important as an artist and, you know, I think integrity yeah. is very key, but also, um, but also I think that that's, to me, you know, I've been out for a really long, for basically my entire adult life. Um, mm -hmm. And that was a really conscious choice. And I know that um, uh, sacrifices were made and there were opportunities I for sure missed out on because I was out. Um, mm -hmm. But that was a conscious choice. And I did that both for my own personal freedom and also mm -hmm. to like light the way for, for others and hopefully yeah, yeah. okay for others so that it was like, at least there was one example, you know, like at least even though there were more, but I mean, there weren't that many, honestly, like there were only a few of us out there at that time who mm -hmm. were like really publicly out there. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think because of that, it's also just authenticity is really important. So yeah. I don't know, yeah. I've had the love hate with social media, honest, over the years, I, Me now too. I'm kind of, yeah. I mean, I think everybody, you know, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I totally was had that same, uh, like what you were saying, like I didn't have a lot of time to do my social media. I had a, a show that I did last month. That was the first original, all original show with my music and my stories behind the music. And I hired someone to be a publicist for me and kind of like help with social media also. And Denise, you can, Denise knew like when I didn't write it, you know, and like she was trying to help me, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't just have her write it without showing it to me. And then yeah. I would see it and it wasn't the way I would say it. So I see what, you, I know what you mean by authenticity. Yeah. I would say, I it would wasn't me. You, right? Did you mean, you, is this you? Did you mean to say that? She texted that? me. What, what was that that you wrote? That's not you, right? Is that that girl? And I'm like, yeah. it just didn't work yeah, for me. Like, you know, and they, and they don't like, I mean, people are doing their best. And obviously if you've hired somebody, it's because a, you know, you, you're trying something out, you know, like you were mm -hmm. trying to broaden your audience and also have more bandwidth. I mean, it actually, you know, artistically, it does actually take time away from like what we yes. actually want to be doing. Um, right, right. I mean, like in this day and age with cancel culture and, you know, that's, yeah. that leads me to, I was going to ask you how you, how the response has been um, with your, with your video, you know, and in politics, like, I feel like everybody kind of tiptoes into it and they get in up to the, about their knees and they're like, oh, and then turn around and get out <laughs> of it. So I was wondering how that went over because um, I mean, I, I definitely, put it out there, retweeted it, put it all over my, my social and stuff. But, and I didn't, you know, but I think too, I, you know, people that follow me know me 
and they know what my politics are, you know, so I don't really have like a lot of red haters, as I like to call them. Um, um, and, and, you know, I probably lost like five followers on Twitter, but whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> don't need them. Do you get, do you get any, do you get any of that flack back? You know, I, um, I have been basically in progressive politics literally since birth. I grew up in Georgia and my father was a politician. Really? So okay. I, yeah. So before I was even born, my dad was a city alderman, which in Savannah is like city council. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was the mayor pro tem and he was at one point head of the elections board. And, you know, so he and my mom were very much like a political power couple in Savannah, you know, at, when I was a kid, my brother was growing up as well. Um, so it was very much like ingrained in us about democratic politics, equality, you know, women's rights, pay equity, um, you know, as I got a little older, gay rights. Um, and then I was like, wait, that feels right to me. <laughs> wait a minute. Um, something, something yeah. pink there. Um, you know, even, even down to, I mean, we're talking like the late eighties and the nineties, you know, like when we're talking, like even, even teaching about racial equality and kind of like not just sort of turning a blind eye. So honestly, like the first political videos I made were when I was like five, you know, like there's clips of me on the news that I'm like, look for my daddy, he's the Democrat, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you know, so to me, it's so much a part, like I, I was, I was basically volunteering and working in politics before I was even working in film and TV, which I started working in film theater and TV when I was eight. So, you know, it's wow. like, politics is so steeped in me just as much because my mother was, they're my dogs. They're, they're going to, you're going to hear them. Um, so <laughs> disco and punk. So there are two little mus musical, musical okay. dogs. Um, yeah. So, so to me, it's like, it's very natural for me and it's important to me. And now more than ever, um, you know, I mean, all the way up through, like, obviously the, the, the no hate campaign, um, mm -hmm. you know, marriage equality, I was very involved in that. And very, I mean, to me, it's like, I, I feel like all of us, whatever, everyone has a platform now. Like when I was, Growing yeah. up, I was like, whatever platform I have when I'm older, I hope I just have a big one so I can reach a lot of people. And it's like, you know, this was pre-social media, right? So now it's like, all have a platform, even if it's like 50 people, you know, you have a chance to get your voice heard. And, and people, that is now because we're so flooded with misinformation and fake news. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, really ridiculous, horrible things are happening that, you know, I'm honestly... Um, very concerned for our country and I'm very concerned for our democracy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 uh, angers me and it worries me, um, that, you know, time, so much time is being wasted on debating about if a woman can have a medical procedure and, yeah. you know, and, and, I mean, yeah. just, and, and, you know, if people are allowed to get married who are adults and love each other, I mean, there's just so many, yeah. so much time and money being wasted when it's like, but what about homeless? You know, what about the homeless issue? What about health care? What about inequality? Yeah, yeah. What about people just feeling like they have a little bit of breathing room to, you know, make money and be able to like support themselves and their families and like live a peaceful, happy life? You know, I mean, I'm talking simple things, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think 
in this election, and I'm saying this now because I know you guys are releasing this prior to the election, like I really can't say it strongly enough, please, if you're in the states, please vote, um, yeah. you know, get in your ballots and please vote. This is absolutely so important. And I know I'm probably preaching to the choir. I'm sure anybody who listens to your podcast is like, I already voted two weeks ago. You know, <laughs> that's great if you did. I but did I mean, honestly, man. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean encourage your people yeah. like that. I, I, I just, if, if anything in all of, all of the like political volunteering and videos and whatever that I've done over time, you know, the biggest thing to me is like, whatever we can do to reach the people in our network and then now retweeting and re whatever. But yeah, yeah. Even honestly, those I, I've had them, I've had a lot of success um, mm -hmm. my whole life in just literally having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody and being like, okay, yeah. I hear you, I hear you, but like, why do you think that? And then kind of seeing them realize within the conversation, like, oh, that, that I, I am not actually a horrible person, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I you know, sometimes do agree, like what you're saying is logical and it makes right. sense. And it actually <laughs> is more in line with my Christian values of loving thy neighbor, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just think like, I know I've gone on a big tangent here, but it's so important to me. It and, no, it totally you know, is. and I just yeah. feel like, I feel like we all should, should really be out there doing whatever we can to just, you know, vote. How funny that like, do you, you got to clear all that out of your mind and, mm -hmm. and then go to work, you know, and do something that's like, you know, like <laughs> pretend <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, acting is kind of like pre pretend, but you, is there, are there projects coming? I don't want to put you on the spot, but are there projects coming up that you can talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, sort of. Yes, yes, there are. Um, so, so yes, I mean, there's some stuff that's currently out. There's, um, you know, animated shows that are currently out that I'm part of, which I'm very excited about. There's a couple of video games coming out in the next. Oh, really? Like oh. six months that I'm very excited about, and I can't say anything <laughs> about yet because they're big franchises. Oh. But, um, but I'm so pumped, and I keep being like, when is it coming out? Um, because oh, I'm, you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of that thing of it's like, it's, you mentioned Barbie. It's like, that was my kind of big, that was my sort of break into voiceover, which was about 12 years ago um, when, when we started that project. And I mean, I grew up playing Barbies. I love, I love playing Barbies. I love, I had like a whole village set up, you know? <laughs> so yes, there's some really cool stuff. Um, I would ask like, if, if there, if you guys, I mean, anybody who listens to your podcast, like, you guys should be following me because you're my people. So, <laughs> exactly. It's true. People. I'm also really, I'm also into, I'm really into like sharing other people, other queer women, non-binary people, um, mm -hmm. and like sharing, you know, I mean, uh, so many of us know each other. It's kind of like you're saying your connection with Jill and Lauren, I've known them yeah. for years. We have yeah. multiple projects we're working on that are currently uh, you know, Post, in the right? stages of yeah. production yeah. and and in the future. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the stuff I can for sure talk about regarding actually working with Jill and Lauren. Um, you mentioned under the influencer, which is currently in post. Um, my wife Reed and I have a company, and we joined together, and we were on the we were executive producers on Thank under you. the influencer, um, which I'm really excited about the film. It's um, very 
forward thinking. Um, it Big really time. deals with kind of uh, the NFT, the like the world of Web3, Film3 and Bitcoin and crypto, but also it's a lesbian story as well. So it's kind of like <laughs> appeals to everybody. Um, so <laughs> that is it's so about, forward. Um, like that's, you know, I see these like, you know, Twitter chats going on all the time about, about NFT stuff. And it's a, it's like, it's the next step. And I feel like you guys are ahead of the eight ball on this one. You yeah. know, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely trying to learn and um, Lauren and Jill have been awesome, um, you know, in, in sort of bringing, bringing us into that world and kind of teaching us because I agree. I think, you know, I think Hollywood has a lot of um, evolving to do at the moment. I think honestly, it really started with the Me Too movement, yeah. um, which was so um, great that it happened, but also I think so just such a monumental change in the industry. Um, big shift. For, for yeah. Really, yeah, huge shift. And I really think since then, and then the pandemic, I think that we're all, everyone's kind of trying to figure out like, what's the standard going forward? You know, even with the next move, it's like, yeah. you know, I was sort of wistfully thinking like, oh, remember when we used to like go into rooms and audition and like yeah, and talk to people right? about their script and like get directed in an audition instead of just sort of like being on an island in your living room. Or in your in a zoom, yeah. like, I guess this yeah. is the choice I'll make with this character and maybe they'll like it, but maybe it's totally wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I think, I think there are a lot of changes, but um, there's something that actually I totally want to tell you guys about because your uh, your listeners might be into this. So there's a platform um, called Decentralized Pictures that um, I put a short film up um, on that I wrote called Literal Nightmare. Um, the lead character is played by myself and she is queer. Um, <laughs> and uh, the other two characters are also female or non-binary. They've yet to be cast. Um, and uh and yeah, and I won this competition. And so we are definitely going to be making that short, um, hopefully mm. in the next few months. Um, and I'm currently looking for sponsors and I'm looking for resources. So we'll be shooting it in LA. It's it's a seven page script. It's very minimal. But, um, oh. you know, to me, it's like we're, tr I mean, we're out there making content that's, you know, that honestly, I mean, it's everybody will watch it because all of us gay people have been watching straight content forever and enjoying it just yes. fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, you know, it's nice to see representations of ourselves, right? It like, I hate, it sounds so cliche. It's like, it it's matters. true though. It's I true. Mean, yeah. Anything with a queer character, it's except true. for a horror movie. But I mean, I yeah. <laughs> seriously, like, I, yeah. Just, so, so if, you know, um, if anybody, you know, if anybody listening, if this is like, that sounds intriguing and they have, um, funds to donate, or if they want to do a sponsorship through their company, or, you know, there's lots of different ways to get involved. So I'm very available on um, social media. I do, I look at DMs, I look at PMs, I look at all of the Great. things, Good. So, Good. Um, yeah. all of my <laughs> socials. Um, and then the other two things, which are on the same platform, um, which Jill and Lauren are working on, um, Under the Influencer is actually in a competition currently on that platform to get a, uh, to get to win one hundred thousand dollars 
to go into into finishing funds, um, to, you know, to make the post-production process even better and, you know, go into film festivals and all of that to really get out there and have a really great chance of getting worldwide distribution, which I know is a huge problem because I'm hearing that there's a lot of parts of the world with huge female queer communities and they just don't have access. You know, it's like we have the content, but it's being blocked for whatever reason, or it's just, they don't have the access. Another project that Jill and I co-star in is, uh, is on this site. It's called Bad Habits. Um, and it's, she and I play white collar criminals who are thrust into prison, but oops, the prison doesn't have room and we have to go into a nunnery. <laughs> And hijinks ensue. Um, so you can actually look at, we've done some teaser videos that are just like little suggestions of what's to come in the show. But that is a prize of $40,000, which if we win that, we would do basically kind of a pilot slash short version to then, you know, and push it forward and make an entire series. So, you know, it's sort of like Reno 911 meets Orange is the New Black meets nice. like yeah. something you've never seen before. Um, so yeah, awesome. I play like a, I'm like a Ponzi scheme, like, you know, rich, like I've been, I've been selling um, anti-aging suppositories <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jill's character is a very successful um, madam in a prostitution ring in DC. So, oh my God, you know, lots you of, lots of stuff involved in there, but all comedy, all really, really funny writing. Um, Dara Nye is also on the writing team of that, which is, um, I love her. Is, you know, love her like yep. institution and in queer writing. And kind of like what my whole thing right now. And like why I was extra excited to come on here is that I know your, your listeners specifically are very, um, you know, primarily probably queer mm-hmm. women and non-binary people. And, um, you know, my whole thing is like, I feel like it's go time for all of us. Like yeah. there is an audience, everybody's out yes. there. We want That's a it. lot of content. We want to uplift a lot of people. We want to see a lot of different uh, diversity in terms of ethnicity, in terms of body types, in terms of age, in terms, you know, all of the things. And like the more things that are out there, the more opportunities for all of us to uplift each other. So yeah, I really like- days, you're not, you're not, you're, you know, with, with, you have so much more freedom, you know, with, with streaming services and, you know, different ways to be. Exactly. You're you know. not like, at the, you know, you're not, you don't have network executives saying we can't have a non-binary person. Nobody knows what it is, you know? Yeah, and in fact, like networks are, they have, they now are having mandates and they're, they are, they're actively sort of, you know, some of them want to, and some of them probably just have to, like they're, they are wanting to, you know, hire and they're wanting to push, you know, this diversity of gender diversity as we kind Mm -hmm. of all in the mainstream kind of learn about it, but of course still, you know, there's so much discrimination and there's so much, you know, just kind of ignorance about what even that is. Yeah, yeah, they're taking like total baby steps because they're still a little bit unsure about it and they have to check boxes, you know, but then you have shows like the the new queers, the new queers folk was like, oh my God, they went right down the list. Like boom, 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 you know, and it was like a little bit, a little bit on the obvious side, yeah. And right. same with like um, the Sex and the City reboot. I felt like, okay, okay. Like 
Yeah. Right. You know, like I remember when I right. came, my my um, you know, like of course, like most of the time, you know, like oh, well, for me, it was like everybody went, oh, oh yeah, thanks for telling me. Like we didn't already know, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> that was everybody me knew, too. You know, like everybody, That's funny. Knew. There was no element of surprise. There was no <laughs> catching anybody. Else. One friend one friend and this is like a philly based hardcore italian who i've been friends with like it since my teens and uh when i told her she was like did you ever have a crush on me and i'm like <laughs> no, absolutely not why would you like, she was like, what do you mean what do you mean is it my big fat thighs what is it what exactly. did I like? because obviously you like all women right like <laughs> Oh my God, I didn't know. I'd never crush on you. She was so offended. She was so offended. It was hysterical. But yeah, yeah. I feel like, I think we've all had like at least one friend who's like, clearly you like me, right? Like, right? listen, I just yeah. need you to know. Yeah. Like, I guess if you want to make out, we can. And you're like, I don't, I don't No, yeah. <laughs> but That's not on the table she here. went through every physical act of you like <laughs> about herself and thought that was why I didn't have a crush. <laughs> Is it, my, is, is it my fat thighs? What was it? Is it my frizzy hair? I was like, <laughs> oh my God, stop it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, we've come a long way from that. But, you know, I think um, when, when a diverse character is like interwoven into the story, um, you know, it, it feels organic, you know, to us. And then there's a way of doing it where it feels really obvious to us, you know, like I was, when I was watching that new Queer as Folk thing, I was just like, wow, like they went, <laughs> you know, brown, Latina, they gay, disabled, just I mean, went like <laughs> right down the thing. And it, yeah. it was, yeah. you know, a lot to take in. And I thought, oh, maybe this isn't the way for people to get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? shove it in people's faces you know i mean yeah. we're at that point now like just also, shove it that show face. is that show is like, meant for the queer community like i think that is a yeah you or like it was that. back in the day when you know the originals were made yeah um, yeah so good those are so good it was i didn't care for it at first because i was well, I was watching the, the one from 20 years ago still because I watched the reruns, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. these, I watched things 20 years later, but I watched it, you know, in the, when it was new too. But but I they grew on me, the characters. I yeah, didn't like yeah, it at first. I didn't care for the whole thing because I liked the original people and I just kind of liked, but it, it kind of like uh, after like two episodes, I, I was upset they weren't doing another season. I thought yes. they would... Sure. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I probably could have got into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah just when you're getting into it, you know, when you're starting to like really connect with the people, they yeah. weren't doing another season. I was surprised about that. I would love to be able to um, play. You know, I'm ready now. I feel like okay, I've paid my dues. I feel <laughs> like I'm ready now to, you know, to be on a on a. Hopefully, you never know when you sign up for something, but hopefully, a long running series where it's like you really grow with the character, and it really right. is a you know with the writers developing things and and um especially if it's a current show you know if it were a show where I was playing a lawyer or something for instance and it's like we were even able to deal with current events going on or something historical that would be relevant to now to kind of as a teaching tool um Mm -hmm. I'm really into that kind of stuff so yeah that's that is that is the dream isn't it oof yes 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yes, my cousin, did. my cousin's been out there for like 30, 30 years now. So um, you know, just keep plugging away at them guests, guest spots and you know, yeah. and funny, like the whole family, like, oh my God, Greg's gonna be on the I, I from the I can't remember, Greg's gonna be on the nanny. Really? What's he playing? <laughs> Thief number two in the lineup. <laughs> you know what? Greg is still getting residual checks for that one episode. He's probably still getting 50 bucks, 100 bucks yeah, here and there, yeah. like even today. So yeah, we tease him about you know, it all the time. Yeah, it's a yeah. truth. Man. I mean, listen, I did I did Magic Mike XXL and I was on set for a week. Um, you know, it was it, it was a, a big sort of job, but not a big character in the in the in the film itself. And then it ended up being kind of cut down or whatever. But it's like I know a couple of friends who were in the film too and every time like I mean we get like nice checks sometimes because it's like yeah, it's a yeah. really popular movie and it's like mm. oh this little you know kind of minor role um ends up being very lucrative over time you know you know I just read about this merger of like Tello Films and Diva Media and that was like Kristen Baker was on our show and she was telling us about you know Baker Films and she does these great lesbian rom-com Christmas movies and all that kind of stuff. And now merging with Diva Media Group, it's like, wow, like that's, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Like that, I remember back in the day when there was only Wolf Video, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. OML yeah. and, you know, so yeah, it's like, um, you know, yeah, there's, there's like, I, I do feel like something's brewing, you know, like something. And then when brewing. someone makes it, then you're like the overnight success and you've been out there for 20 years doing yeah. it 15 20 years yeah. and then suddenly you're the, you know the overnight success but it's taken 20 years to get there then it's like oh she was in that and she was in that right. movie and she was the yeah. thief number two and you know whatever yeah then all of that becomes relevant right that all of that is important yeah <laughs> like, like, I mean, like it's all networking isn't it like it is and it's it's also like what I always say like you you kind of started this conversation by saying like I'm involved in a lot of different facets of the industry and that's true but but I always think because this is something everyone always asks me about that everyone you know always talks about that which I think is so interesting because I to me yes that's true but also I feel like every everything is connected um you well, know definitely. so something that I'm doing kind of more on the business side of things really helps inform me and and also to not take things personally when it's like I don't get a role or something to kind of understand like okay well that really you know I think a lot of actors it's like especially when they're first starting out every every audition they don't book is just such a heartbreak you know and it's like yeah 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 so and we and you know you start to kind of understand over time like it's rarely about you it's, you know, rarely about you. Right. Um, and, you know, that's so weird because most of us, most of the people in our families and such aren't in the entertainment industry. And so for them, when they're looking for a new job, they go on, you know, four five, six inter job interviews, and then they get one and that's their job for 10 years or however long, you know, so right. they don't understand this like constant you know, grind of like, not, you know, just a couple of auditions for like big jobs, but like constant steady stream of auditions that may be like, you know, for one voiceover session or one day yeah. or one week, you know, um, and that's just, and that's the life, but also it's like, 
that's okay. I love it. Yeah. I love that's I a love lot it. of adapting, though. You know, like it yeah. really yeah. like you have to get a thick skin. Like a new set, you know, a new set, new people, new production crew, a new part, yeah. you know, like you said, yeah. and not having that um, time to connect with the character and bring something of your own to the character and and all that. It's, uh, yeah, no, nobody, no, no accountant's going to get that. <laughs> but and it's true. With, it is rarely about you, but it's very hard to really, you know, grasp that. But like when you've done it for a long time, you get it that it's not about you, but it could be like with music, you know, if you're trying to pitch a song, maybe the person had a terrible day, had a fight with their wife and yeah, nothing yeah. here that day they're going to like, no matter what you give them. But yeah. I just had that little audition thing that I told Denise about for this. <laughs> I think it was a re some kind of reality show or some kind of a something, so funny. something on Hulu and, uh, and, you know, I they loved me on the first. I couldn't do anything wrong on the first audition. They loved everything about me. Second callback, I don't know what happened. It was like, you know, they loved me in the beginning of it. And then I said one thing that I guess I didn't understand the question. And I didn't answer it the way they wanted to hear the answer. And even though I fixed it, there was no going back. I told Thank Anissa. You. Describe I, the lady's I face. Saw Describe I the lady's face. The yeah. ladies, the first person, the first casting director's face who loved me, okay? The second meeting, she was there and the other guy, her face looked like she was smelling something bad. Like I, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. what's going on with her? Is she zoning out? Like I... I didn't know what was going on with her because here they love me, right? Like I was so confident. I just didn't think I could do anything wrong. They loved my look. They loved my story. And then here she's got this face. And I told Denise, I was the reason for that face, I realized, because she goes, JD, that's not the way you what you the way you answered the question at the last or what you told me at the last conversation we had. Like, like, I'm rooting for you here. I want you to get that. But, and I'm thinking, what the heck did I say the last time? Because I, as yeah. far as I know, I'm saying the same thing. Then she was all in her head. Of course. <laughs> and so of now course. I'm in a vortex. Like, no matter what the guy is telling me now, I'm still stuck on <laughs> what did I say last time? And now they hate me. And how am I going to fix this? And, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I don't think I'll ever hear from them, needless to say, but it was just funny oh, because it is probably yeah. not about me, you know? No, I'm sure it wasn't. But also, yeah, I mean, it's like it, it that that happened to me in the past few months. I was up for like a big national commercial and uh, it was this kind of like one of the parts of the thing was like it was a comedy and they said it was like, you know, like a 90s sitcom type vibe or whatever. And like the girl is in the car and she's like giving a hard time to her husband. And it's like those 90s sitcoms where it's like, <laughs> the, the like attractive wife with this kind of dumpy husband who was like, a yeah, yeah. you know, right. and he's like, where, are, where are we going? And she's like, okay. You know, and she's like a little bit like, you know, and that so I was, was and so in, again, in the first call, it was like, brilliant, hilarious, whatever. And then I go in the second one and I can hear someone, I'm in a room, an actual room, which is so rare and so lovely, but I can hear like a director, somebody didn't know who they were, didn't introduce themselves, like on Zoom and I can't see them. They're just somewhere in the room, you know? And they're like, then I do it one time and they're like, there are the dogs again. Um, and they're like, 
they're like, this is a comedy. This is, you know, remember this is a comedy. I'm like, I had done it exactly the same way, you know? Right? I'm like, right? sure, absolutely, sure thing, you know? And I'm like, and then I, you know, I took the note and I changed it, but it's like, you know, you're right. You're thinking, you're, you're having to like, I mean, but that is how it is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. so many times in auditions and in jobs. It's like yeah. somebody gives you a note and you have 30, 50, 75 people watching you and they're just like, everybody's doing their work and time is money. And it's like, you better like, you better just take the note and do it and like not take it personally <laughs> and just yeah. like do your best, yeah. you know? And not think about it too much because it's just, that's funny with the 90s sitcoms that's true they were the really attractive wife and the dumpy overweight yeah, not, yeah. yeah. and like he was always kind yeah. of dumb or like just kind of doofusy and like she was queen. always yeah. really smart and always like, say. It's right. the, the king of queens formula <laughs> yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the wife was hot and she's way smarter and even like even like, like on you know? seinfeld <laughs> or like it was like always like the woman was the smart one kind of you know so yeah. uh which is like you know kind of like in life it's yeah. so true. <laughs> so true. Oh my um, god. Yes. Kidding, kidding. There's listen, there's lots of nice men out there. There are it's, it's true. <laughs> there's a lot of lovely men out there. I do don't you guys feel like that? Like you always have to give a disclaimer and be like, I don't hate yes. men. Like <laughs> I have to remind my wife. Very nice men. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my wife. I, I mean, truthfully, a lot of my a lot <laughs> listen, a lot of my best friends are men, mostly gay men, but men just the same. And, yeah. I wouldn't say, man. Like I, you know, my one of my best friends was was my ex husband. You know, like mm-hmm. he, he was like a like a brother. So yeah. I know that there are good ones out there. You know, oh yeah, a lot of it. actually, a lot of my best friends are um are former Broadway dancers, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I think that like they know how to treat a woman, like their instinct yeah. is to lead and to sort yeah, of, yeah, like let the woman go fur. Like their instinct is that they're very aware of the women in the room because they've been mm-hmm. trained. It's so in their upbringing and their training yeah. of like how to treat a woman physically. Mm-hmm you know, that they don't even think of, like, I mean, this is a generalization, but I, but I really do like, we all sort of joke, like Haviland has a type. Cause it's like, you know, three or four of my like very best friends or were like multiple Broadway show, you know, incredible <laughs> dancers and, you know, are now doing other amazing things in their life. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you're, you everybody needs a gay best friend and yours just happened to be a type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need one of those um, here big time. Yeah. I don't know many. I don't I don't think I know. I don't think I know a lot of You don't know any oh, gay I know, men? I know two. I know two. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, I know two. I, I'm, I'm you good. know you only know two gay men. Over what? here. Over here. Oh, okay. I'm like <laughs> in the world. Your friends, your friends that you go out to dinner with, right? Don't right. you have your friends? Yeah, yeah. Eric and Sam. <laughs> Eric and Sam. <laughs> it's true. Ooh, I got nervous there. <laughs> listen man we've kept you for like an hour i, I had no idea we we're gonna go this long we will we will let you go it's been so fun and i'm so happy and just give the website one more time where people can go and look for under oh, the influencer and yeah, all that uh, it's de- it's decentralized.pictures and you can go and search under the influencer and you can also search bad habits 
And um, you and on the bad habits one, you can see vid a video of me as well as uh, this show's friends, Jill and Lauren. Um, and it's really funny and and crazy. And you know, hopefully, you guys will like it. And you you, you can just vote for it. You just give it, you know. Tens across the board, obviously. So, yeah, tens. you're literally rating them. So yeah, yeah, it's really so, easy, um, really, really, really easy. Yeah, it's really easy. Want, want um, to do it because that's a that's yeah. a fuck ton yeah, of money. Please man. do, please yeah. do. We can use the support well, and and like I said, if you guys, if anybody listening um, is interested in working with me via sponsorship, via um, you know, there's all kinds of ways to get involved with my short please, um, you know, reach out to me directly through my social media. Um, you can also hit me up through my website, which is my name, HavilandStillwell.com, um, or my Instagram. I'm sure you guys will link to all that stuff. Right. You're Havilland. Yeah. Right. You're good about that. So I don't have to sit and like list them and no, no, waste no, your precious time listing my links. <laughs> no, we will post them all for you. And, uh, you know, good luck with all of it. Like, I really, really, really hope that um, that you guys win those those that's a yeah. uh, load of money. Yeah, we do too. And I mean, money. obviously we'll, um, you'll know, you'll see you follow us. So, um, yeah, we'll be, sure. we'll be all constantly updating our stuff. So yeah. Uh, fantastic. Well, listen, thank well, you so much for doing this. Thank you so, so yeah. much. Yeah. Those dogs. Yes. <laughs> I will. I'm going to handle them. <laughs> all right. Take it easy. Thank you again. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye guys. Why do you always run back to the love of you? It's like never stop chasing your dreams. You're addicted to a touch. Uh, that's true. My addiction. See? And I confess. My addiction. My addiction is you. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey. Don't ask me why I'm here tonight. I had to take this midnight drive.